It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This is the standout. Over the next seven minutes or so, we look back on a month of war in the Ukraine as Russia struggles against their resistance. NATO commits more troops and support, and Rishi does the bare minimum on the cost of living. This is the standout seven from the Smart Seven. Don't forget to hit that follow button to get your daily updates at 7 a.m. NATO leaders gathered in Brussels this week and agreed new deployments for troops across Europe's front line. Here's NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg. Leaders approved uh, our four new battle groups in Bulgaria, Hungary, Romania and Slovakia. So we have eight uh, multinational uh, NATO battle groups uh, now. From the uh, Baltic Sea to the Black Sea. US President Biden says NATO won't tolerate chemical weapon use by Russia. We would respond. We would respond if he uses it. The nature of the response would depend on the nature of the use. And Boris announced 6,000 additional missiles and further financial aid for Ukraine, but is still sticking to the principle of no direct military engagement against the forces of Russia. There isn't a, a Western uh, democracy that's currently contemplating putting, putting boots on the ground in, in Ukraine. Nor is there a country that is uh, willing to enforce a no-fly zone in the way that we would so like to. The week also saw more military success for Ukrainian troops, with what appeared to be a missile strike on a giant Russian military transporter ship unloading supplies in Budyansk. The ship sank at the dock with other Russian vessels fleeing, one of which appeared to be on fire. And there were more victories on the ground too for Ukrainian forces who were pushing back the Russian advance around Kyiv. President Zelensky appeared at the EU Council meeting via Zoom and once again asked for more military equipment and supplies as Ukraine seeks to turn the tide in some of its decisive battles. You have at least 20,000 tanks. Ukraine asked you for a percent. One percent of all your tanks to be given or sold to us, but we do not have a clear answer yet. The worst thing during the war is not having clear answers to requests for help. Wednesday saw Chancellor Rishi Sunak present his spring statement, which effectively became a mini-budget, as inflation and the soaring energy and fuel prices driven by the war in Ukraine caused real pressure on households across the UK. For only the second time in 20 years, fuel duty will be cut. Not by one, not even by two, but by five pence per litre. Fuel duty rates ever. He says that it's effectively a £5 billion tax cut over the next year, and he was also promising the basic rate of income tax will be cut by a penny, but not until 2024. He also announced that he's doubling the household support fund for the most vulnerable families, but he didn't abandon the April national insurance tax rise, instead raising the threshold at which workers start to pay it. He also had a firm warning that things are not getting any better anytime soon, with inflation expected to peak at 8.7% by the end of the year. And we should be prepared for the economy and public finances to worsen potentially significantly. And the cost of borrowing is continuing to rise.
The P&O ferry route continued on Thursday with the CEO of the ferry company appearing before a Commons Transport Select Committee to explain the sequence of events that saw 800 staff sacked at short notice. Peter Hebblethwaite was challenged on whether or not the firm broke the law. There's absolutely no doubt that we were required to consult with the unions. We chose not to do that because we believe... You chose to break the law. Not surprisingly, the committee also wanted to know why exactly the unions weren't consulted. And, well, Peter had an answer for that too. It was our assessment that the change was of such a magnitude that no union could possibly accept our proposal. Oh, you're right about that, that, Mr. I've never heard such farcical answers to a series of questions. The Met Police were back in the spotlight on Tuesday with a new report from the Inspector of Constabulary concluding that their approach to handling corruption within their ranks is not fit for purpose. In particular, they've failed to learn any lessons from the notorious unsolved murder of private investigator Daniel Morgan back in 1987 and Inspector Matt Parr says they've behaved in ways that appear arrogant, secretive and lethargic. The force is not getting its basic counter-corruption techniques right. Uh, It's opening itself up for a degree of trouble that it, it, it really can't stand. They're currently awaiting the appointment of a new commissioner after the departure of Dame Cressida Dick, but Sir Steve House, the deputy commissioner, says they'll take the learnings to heart this time. We're not being defensive about this. I know the Met is often accused of being overly defensive and not listening to the public, not listening to lessons and not learning effectively and quick enough. We are determined to learn from this. Still to come on the Standout 7, shock news in the world of tennis and Olivia Rodrigo's heading down the pub right after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. In tennis, world number one Australia's Ash Barty has stunned the sporting world by announcing she's retiring aged 25. She's just won the Australian Open, the first home player to do so in 44 years, and she's won Grand Slams on clay, grass and hard court. She had taken a long break before in 2014, but this time it seems it's for good. I'll be retiring from tennis. It's the first time I've actually said it out loud and, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to say, but I'm so happy and I'm so ready and I just know at the moment in my heart for me as a person this is right. As the world is shocked by the brutal destruction of Ukrainian cities and the sight of people fleeing for their lives, the efforts to rebuild have been assisted from a somewhat unlikely source, celebrity couple Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. It's partly because Mila's family are Ukrainian and they've been running a fundraising campaign on their Insta. It's raised an extraordinary $35 million so far, and the pair even got a call from President Zelensky to express his appreciation. Ashton says there's more work to do. We're going to treat every dollar as if it's being donated out of our pocket. With respect and honour for the work that went into earning it, with the intent of love through which it was given and the desire for it to be maximised for positive outcome for others. 
Olivia Rodrigo has been cleaning up this awards season. Her latest stack of trophies comes courtesy of iHeartRadio, where she picked up three awards, including Best Female Artist. She also had time to visit James Corden's Late Late Show, and it turns out she spent some time in London partying after the Brit Awards. In fact, she's been down the London pub. I actually did get to go to a pub, and it was so crazy. And they asked for my ID as I was going in, and I was like, oh my God, I can show them my real ID. This is amazing. And <laughs> um, my friend who was with me was like rifling through all of her fake IDs to like try to find her real one to show the bouncer. How did it feel to try alcohol for the first time? Yeah, first time. It was amazing. The standout seven, the best of the week from the smart seven. We'll be back tomorrow, 7 a.m. with the Sunday seven. Have a great rest of your weekend. Written, produced, and published by Daphne.